This is Man Afraid of Everything. I'm 33 years old, and I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of screwing up, I'm afraid of making the wrong decisions, and I'm afraid of attending a business conference. Each episode comes in two parts. In the first part, I overanalyze the thing I'm afraid of. In the second part, I tell you about what happened when I did it. I'm afraid of attending a business conference. I've been on a couple business trips, but I've never been to a conference with the name badges and the networking and the Q&As. I did a software training session in Florida with a coworker and another software training conference in Savannah, Georgia with the same coworker, but I've never embarked anywhere solo to conduct business. The first time I heard rumors that I might be going on a business trip, I got defensive and nervous. Why do I have to go? What if he spells my name wrong on the airline ticket? Do we sleep in the same room? Do we eat together? I'm a slow eater. The hottest airport security measure back then required you to take your shoes off. So I went out and bought shoes with no shoelaces so I could slip them off faster. Never mind, I was walking around the whole weekend in shoes so thin they were basically slippers. After we checked in at the hotel, we hit up a gas station and I got some bottled water because I can't drink local water. I don't know that for a fact, because I've never really had a problem with it, but my one uncle gets diarrhea from drinking local water, so I'd probably get diarrhea too. The training facility in Florida was incredible, and their operations were so focused, we thought they were probably part of a cult. The second business trip with the same coworker was to Savannah, Georgia. I played it cool. My only job is to get on the plane and sit down. The rest is out of my control. I sounded so confident. After we got to the hotel, we grabbed breakfast at a local place, and I had a Coke to avoid drinking the local water. After the first day, I posted this on Facebook. Savannah, Georgia is warm and mossy. I spoke briefly with the person sitting next to me at the training sessions, and by briefly I mean... We exchanged first names. That was about it. The second or third night, we went out to dinner with some French Canadians. I don't remember much, but I recall it was very expensive and they were very rude. I ended up walking the woman back into the hotel. We were in the elevator alone and I thought, is this how affairs happen? But she's a single mom and I don't want to be a stepfather. We did not have an affair. The next morning, I threw up. I was convinced it was the water. But how? I didn't drink any water. It must have been the ice cubes. I skipped the final session and went to the hotel store and bought ginger ale. We bummed around for a bit until checkout time, but I was immediately filled with anxiety. We had like six hours to kill before our flight, and we were already checked out of our room. Where was I going to go to the bathroom? Somehow, I survived. We had a connecting flight on the trip back, and I was a wreck. I didn't eat anything more than pretzels, because I was still convinced the local water had messed up my system. My coworker was having drinks with some woman at the airport bar, and when I came over, she said something to the effect of, You don't look so good. This was my life. Poisoned by the thought of getting poisoned by ice cubes. Everything about conferences makes me nervous. Choosing the presentation, traveling, being more outgoing. Their whole purpose is to initiate conversation. 
I've been to RV shows, and ski shows, and hobby shows, and at every one of them, people in the booths will bark at me, and my voice gets radically different and uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, really? That is pretty interesting. Wow. That aluminum siding is interesting. I've never been to a business conference with the name tags and swag and after parties and complex social interactions. It's time to give it a try and to drink the local water. I went to a business conference, but I wasn't sure if I could handle both days. I officially decided to buy tickets for WordCamp Milwaukee three days before the event, and by then, all of the cheaper hotel rooms were booked. WordCamp is a conference for users of WordPress software that offers a variety of speeches and keynotes. On Thursday night, I decided to check Airbnb. Airbed and Breakfast, if you don't know what that is, is basically a service that lets you rent a bed in someone's apartment, house, or smoke-free torture condo. I found a room in Milwaukee for only 50 bucks. Should I do it? I don't know. My girlfriend's sister's birthday party is on Saturday night, and Milwaukee's a pretty long drive. Do I want to make that drive four times this weekend? I've never used Airbnb. I should go to the birthday party, but I could stay at this place Saturday night and go to the after party and network. The room's reviews looked good, but they were pretty recent reviews. I checked their user profiles. Okay. Most of these people booked other places too, so they're probably not robots. I asked my brother, what would he do? He said to do whatever, but Milwaukee has some bad areas. I pulled up crime maps. The area was a little in the red, but it didn't look too bad. How reliable is the map though? I checked another one. No real conclusive answer. I read some forums. Maybe I should stay in Wauwatosa. I went back and forth with the girlfriend. Should I go? How important is networking? Am I even going to network? How do I network? The drive is long. Maybe I should stay up there. Nah, I should go to the birthday party. I don't know. It's after midnight. I'll sleep on it and decide tomorrow. This is my way of letting time decide. Of course, the next day it was gone. And well, it's not my fault that I can't stay up there Saturday night and go to the after party. I made it up to Milwaukee in about an hour and 20 minutes. The drive wasn't bad, and the venue was pretty easy to find. I struggle a lot with choices, so the fact that there were four presentations going on simultaneously gave me a lot of anxiety. I chose this talk, but what am I missing? Is the other panel better? Maybe this one is the best, but I can't accept that it's the best because there's other ones out there. I didn't talk to anyone for four hours until lunch. They had macaroni and cheese, and a tray of bacon bits, and a tray of diced ham, and a tray of hot dog bits, and a tray of grilled chicken cubes? It took me a while to realize the main course was macaroni and cheese. The most anxiety I had came from not knowing who to sit with at lunch. I made a beeline straight for the table with people I recognized from the first WooCommerce meetup in April. Once conversation started, I was able to settle in, and we had some pretty good conversation. Although I was thinking, that piece of lettuce has a spot on it. I don't want to eat it. Everyone else cleaned their plates. Maybe I should eat it, but it has a spot on it. I'll be honest, I had no idea what most of the technical presenters were talking about. Do you know what OOCSS, SMACSS, and BEM for Modular Scalable CSS is? My handy name badge included itinerary, 
which said that there was free Wi-Fi, but I didn't know the password. I could have asked someone with a laptop, What's the Wi-Fi password? Hey, do you know the Wi-Fi password? Fellow traveler, I see that you are connected to the internet. Do you happen to have instructions for the Wi-Fi password? Turns out, the Wi-Fi was completely open, and there was no password. On the drive home after day one, I recorded some thoughts. I'm just getting over a cold, and it's probably really difficult to hear me, but I wanted to get some thoughts out. This morning, I go to pick up my badge. They can't find it, so I have to I have to write my own because I must have registered too late. And then they say, you know, you can pick up your t-shirt down there. There's free stickers, all kinds of stuff. Okay, I'll pick up some stickers. So I look at the stickers, but there's only one left. And then I think, well, maybe somebody else wants a sticker. Do I really need a sticker? I think that's a sticker for some kind of promotion. Why do I need stickers? I never put stickers on any of my computers anyway. So I don't pick up any stickers, but I get my free t-shirt. Then I make it to the opening remarks. After the opening remarks, I realized that I didn't write my name on the back of the lanyard. And what if my lanyard gets twisted and then people won't be able to see my name and then nobody's going to know who I am because I'm probably not going to really talk a whole lot. So I had to go back to the registration desk so that I could write my name back on. One of the meetups I didn't have a chance to check out but I really want to learn more about was called Hero Press. And that's a project where they talk about how WordPress has affected people's lives. So how did a developer's life change when they started working with WordPress? And that's kind of inspiring to me because I feel like I'm using WordPress and podcasting as a way to try to get past things that I'm afraid of and how to try to beat my brain and get past all of the thoughts that I have that kind of hold me back and prevent me from doing things. As you can tell, I was worn down from the stress of the meetup and starving and I decided to eat alone at a sit-down restaurant for the first time in my life. I've eaten alone awkwardly at fast food places before, but I've never eaten alone at a place with a waitress who could judge me for it. Right after I got the menu, I said I was ready to order, but I just had to find it on the menu. So she said, describe it for me. And I described, it's got like jalapenos and pumpkin seeds. And she cut me off and she said, oh, we don't have that anymore. Apparently, they sold the place, and the new owners took it off the menu. This happens to me a lot. The food I like at a restaurant is the first to go. Cedar plank salmon? Gone. Shrimp tacos? Gone. They closed the entire MJ Squared restaurant because I liked it. After dinner, I went to the birthday party, and I'm glad I did. I felt guilty for considering not going. The next morning, I did not want to go back up to Milwaukee. My cough had gotten worse, and I was exhausted. When I sat in on the first presentation, I could tell that other people felt the same way. But day two was less stressful. I actually asked questions at the end of three presentations and sat with a new group at lunch. I poured myself a glass of local water, and I drank the local water. I also learned that one of the guys at the table did the website for the campground my family goes to, and another guy told me, He got into computer science after he was shot. What? I felt bad for not asking the circumstances surrounding how he got shot, but it was dropped in so nonchalantly. All in all, I could have been better at networking. Most of the time, I employed the street code of walking with purpose as I traveled quickly from conference room to conference room. No time for sightseeing. I'm a busy man. What's on this table? Ooh, free stickers. 
I did learn a ton of things, though, and I met some cool people. I would definitely go to another word camp. But that's not the end of this story. On Sunday night, more coughing. Exhaustion. On Monday morning, I continued to cough up atrocious things. I called into work, and I went to the doctor. I started to lose my voice on Saturday, and then it was pretty much gone on Sunday. And Monday I was diagnosed with bronchitis. And possibly strep throat. I'm never going to a conference again. And I never should have drank the local water. Thanks for listening to episode four. There may not be another one. Man Afraid of Everything is me, Jed. You can find more episodes at getafraid.com. Music by FF Lowbeats. Special thanks to all who previewed and gave me feedback. So what should I do next? Visit getafraid.com and let me know, and maybe I'll do it.